we mentioned uh, last night, the Shir tonight, whatever we don't cover, we will Mitzvah Shem get to. But a bit less one for now, look at in your emails later on in the summer. We will have the Navi Shirm and the Shabbat Shirm when I am here. And we're going to try to finish some of the uh, pizza, snack, cereal issues and the Kugel and the Kiddush Makam Sudam and Mitzvah Shem somewhere in the beginning of Elul, we will go back to or the middle of um, the Tfilas Anashim and Anashim and the Chilukim or up to Musuf, which is pretty important for what they actually come for Shabbos morning quite often and I alluded to that in the Machlekes, which it is and if they can volunteer, Ashkenazim Sfardim, so I doubt we're going to get to that today, even to throw out the Shailas we'll see how far we get so of course, there was uh, always a lot of uh, pizza pushback. Is there such a syndrome? Uh, so, um, not pushback because I really said all the options yesterday. If somebody wants to still make a mazenis, uh it's not murchuch that it changed enough. And I sent a message to Avram, who was on the screen yesterday, that's Sotik's brother. And um, He's apparently the undercover agent for pizza in America, and that's why he was on the screen, not divulging too much. And uh, I told him uh, to finish off the comment because he started talking, but then everybody drowned him out. So he uh, said that there happens to be a big uh, mavucha, although they wouldn't call that in the Gai Shavelt. I threw out the question, like, what do they think it is? This is not part of Chachma B'Gayim Taimin, by the way. So what they think, uh, they have a time in it. It's a science, a math, and a, when it comes to cultural things, anybody who's writing these things has uh, not a whole lot to do and just giving their own opinions. But we have to get some ideas. I asked Avram, we, we spoke today again, and I asked him to send me a couple of quick marmachemists, uh, nothing long. And it is not get to the sugi. We're trying to figure out the Berlach said men different than women in terms of the shear, little children, older people. So you have to figure out what the shear would be if it is Mazinus. I also mentioned, which a few people asked me about after Mayrov, that Shlomo Zalman and others seem to say that they held it's Amitzi, but they said that if it's Nicker, it's a snack food for most of the people in that country and that community, then there's room for it. And it is a machlik, it's the Magad of Ram of the Taz. That's really what we're trying to show, and even in the Magad of Ram, it holds its hamitzi automatically when it has a main dish like cheese, meat, fish. If it's nicker like the blankets in the hot dogs and blankets, so then but blankets and hot dogs, you're gonna have a problem. Uh, if it's nicker as a fellow walking around a tray with these little bits and small knishes and things like that, everybody's made its mazainus. The question is, where does pizza fit in? So I thought it was kind of humorous how people just write opinions where this is uh, some nondescript uh, Akum who is either a maven in food or not and um, he starts off almost like the Bavarna Sugya. Pizza is a tasty food I have no idea where this came from but I've sent it so it must be good. Pizza is a tasty food that may be consumed for a meal and a snack. He's mamish hedging like he doesn't want to take a position of Mazenus whoever this guy in Idaho is. He doesn't want to take a position so he carefully says it may be consumed from him. I can't understand really why a guy would even hedge on it. Uh, yeah, it's I, fascinating that uh, as he's trying to say let's have the screen. Now, they actually have quite a machlekes about this. I'm not exactly sure why, but 
again, if you have a lot of free time, the farming season in Idaho is only X amount of time, and uh, you know they're trying to clear, is this a snack or a meal? The Minoff Camino, I'm not sure, but it goes downhill from here, you'll see. Even though it includes meat and veggies, sometimes, it's typically seen as a snack, so even though he's trying to not be a partial, he now weighs in, because it's served in smaller portions despite having all the ingredients of a meal. So for an aquam, I think that was pretty well said, almost like he was trying to summarize some legacy. I was pretty surprised. Uh, basically, he said, yeah, some people have a snack, some people have a meal, and even though it looks like a meal because it has all the ingredients, but they're smaller portions. I'm not so sure they're small. That's part of the debate over here, and most people, if they're ordering, order two. But again, we did leave it open. It's possible, and I've held like that, that there's still enough people eating as a snack that there's room for it. Shamazama was just insinuating that butladaita not only applies to shearim. If you want to eat six of them, we say butladaita because the shear for males of that age group, two are ready to suffix, and with fries, it's a meal. Even though you're a melachabashan, it doesn't make a difference. I use that Marshal Badafka because they talk about shearim and Yom Kippur, there is a benchmark of a shear or a small range because they don't know the exact. Uh, Sheer, but it's not up to you. That's the sheet of the river. The Rashba and the Rosh, the Moit Paskin, holds whatever the shear is, Bakhla Daitam. That's not only by the amount, that quite possibly or probably is also by defining whether this is snack food. So if it's 95.5 that people are having as a meal, then we would probably say it's Hamaitzi. And Ramesha probably also say that. If it's 50 50 or maybe even 60 40, because that's going to be hard to tell, then if you yourself would have as a snack one slice, then we would agree with the Ravid that it's up to you. We don't say Batladaita because Batladaita has to be an overwhelming majority against you. That's what I said very quickly the last minute of this year. That's a very crucial point. So that's why Avman and I were discussing. Well, I don't know what it is by the Jews. I think by the Jews, overwhelmingly, it's a meal. But can't swear to that. You can poll over the summer as you bump at the people eating pizza at some amusement park uh, that's been kashered and taken over by camps or something like that. And it's handy. The question is, is that a small meat or not? And this fellow, unnamed fellow, is no chiyot to say b'shem amrom, maybe gulil or something like this. Uh, it's just, I find it interesting. His opening paragraph is like, <laughs> is hedging. And then he says, this is really where, as I said, chacham of time, it does not apply over here. Bread is used to make the crust, which is the base of the pizza. So I thought he was like trying to bring a raya that it's really a meal. Because it has some protein and carbs, but no vegetables, bread is typically thought of as a snack. I don't know where this guy lives. Must be Idaho and they only have potatoes. I'm not exactly sure what in the world. That's completely... He's tiny bread as a snack. Like, like, like restaurants serve bread with oils and they just dip it and eat as like an appetizer. Okay. That's so, part of the meal. T- so that's how I say what? That's part of the meal, I, this guy, whoever this is, he's supposed to be a maven because Avram selected him from the five billion people commenting on pizza. So, uh, bread's a snack. Whether that becomes culturally correct or not, it's hamitzi. No apple juice, up bread. So again, if you have heavily seasoned Italian bread, crusty, that's the whole shayla with the bagel chips where it's made as a snack, mitzchila. Some say that's mezayinist because it's clearly made as a snack. And that bread I described to you in between, I was at the factory. It comes out as a bread which tastes pretty bad, edible. 
and then it goes straight into the machine to get cut into the fryer if it's deep fried, otherwise heavily seasoned. So there are many a whole that's mezainers. Not everybody agrees with that. So like it's in the kashras organizations, what they weigh in on is sometimes they put them in a bag, sometimes they don't. Some say the kavana of the goy of what it will be later, that makes them mezainers. They make a whole loaf. I saw the loaf. I was in the plant in the Carter Jersey and many years ago, and I was so excited. It's a bagel chip plant. And I happened to be standing at the beginning part. It was like the size of five football fields where they're not saying Hail Mary. And, uh, <laughs> and they started over here, and by the oven, they got a long oven, and it comes out. It's a whole loaf. I said, Sir, is this edible? So he gives me a face. He says, I wouldn't eat. Nobody ever asked me that question before because it's not part of the kasher. It's a Melchus Brochashel. So he said, I wouldn't eat it. I said, Is it edible? He said, you can get it down. It's just, there's nothing in there. We, we don't have bread like that. We have matzah like that, but matzah's crunchy. So he says, it's going right away to the chopper fryer seasoning. It's going to go. No one would eat that. So, so it's Some say, that the guy has das later on. Why should that help? Remember, we, have, we start off from the chaykes, the Rosh Rabbeinu when you have a regular dough. Rabbeinu Tam holds Samaiti, even if you deep fry it and cook it, still Samaiti. We pass like the Rosh, but we're chayshish Rabbeinu Tam lechatchila to try to avoid the shayla. We're going to get back to the Rabbi Yosef uh, in a minute or two. So what? Bread, if you if you go for a thing, no one's going to say, "I'll just have a slice of bread for dinner." It's with something, as opposed to you could put out a ton of food on the table. Uh, no, in a yid. A hundred percent. Yid has halachic bread, but it's not. I agree with you, but it starts the other way around. It, until very recently in America, we live in a wealthy Medina. Till very recently, people couldn't afford bread. Was the staple. You ate bread. If you could afford, you had a little chicken. Uh, and that was rare, a little meat if you were wealthy, and something, everything was a dip. That's the way the world was for almost 5,000 years plus. Until recently, now we struggle with having, making sure to have a kazai. It's a Shabbos food, you have such good food. And therefore, it's, it's still a Maitzvah, Chazal said it was, and it's still the staple, even though you could go weeks and months, if you wouldn't be from, and not have bread. But even by the Goyim, your typical peanut butter and jelly sandwich has 98% bread and some peanut butter on it. They still have that, no? So even by Goyim, I, I think there is a concept that that's considered a meal. So this combat is very interesting. We don't have to dash and do much about them. But well, the mice, uh, this is important because it has to be looked at and if it's a severe majority, 90-10, 80-20, 95-5, and most people are not having as a snack, uh, then L'chair should be re-looked at if that is the Metzias and it's no longer a, a snack food and the concept of butla daita might apply and you've got to be uh, got to be assessing that okay we, while we're on the Rosh Hashanah let's finish page 7 in front of you I want to just go over again the last paragraph to show you the Rabbi Yashuv we read it quickly last night and then we'll go on to some of the cereals uh, the page seven, second column, the last paragraph before Simon Laman Aleph, in the Kavis Shuvah from Abiyashuv. As we mentioned, Shlomo Zaman holds that you have noodles made into Lakshon Kogel, Yushami Kogel. It's baked, but it's a little crispier. We looked at it as Shlomo Zaman holds. We still look at it as a noodle product. It's cooked, even though it started off as a dough. And we pass in that it's not a mozi, not like our Benatam. And even Rabbeinu Tam would admit by noodles, not lasagna. We'll get to that, hopefully. 
that does not serve as pas, a Rabbanon Thomas Maida, and the fact that you molded it together and baked it in an oven, it makes it a little crispier, but bad time it's a cooked product. It's still Mazinus. It's eligible for Kishimak Masuda, although not tier number one of bread, tier number two of cookies and cake, because it's not a baked item. Tier number three. Rabbi Yashiv, in this one paragraph, argues, and he says, just like in Shabbos, over here you put it together, you're now baking it, the end product is baked, and Mamela, you have a baked product, and if you were mafresh challah before, lechumra, remember to be machmer for Rabbeinu Tam, and you did it without a bracha, now you're going to be challah for real, because until now it was a cooked product, so we pass like the rash, even though it came from a dough, it's cooked. It's not bread. Now, you just made it into bread because you baked it. Even though it still looks like a luxury kugel and you can see the little noodles. Let's just see the paragraph inside. Fize halash isa. Bishfil itchi is kedei So, maybe you took off the chumrah. You decided you're taking these noodles and you're making it into kugel. Chayv lahafish acharafia chala min hadin. We passed like the rash. So it wasn't chayv chala before. You might have taken off to Yimachmer for a better time. Now you rebaked it. The nafkamina is, one second, I'll get to one second. The nafkamina is, for a freshness chala, that's a pretty important din. And for Mazaynas, is it now possible bibikisnin? So it's a mitla kunta It's possible bibikisnin, tier number two for Kirshmak Masuda. But you can't have it both ways. Can't have your kugel and eat it too. Either it's baked, and you got to stop at a normal-sized piece and not have these gigantic things we were talking about. Or, if you look at it as noodles, still, like Rosh Hashanah does, you can have as much as you want, but then it's tier number three. Probably Yashiv clearly is holding that it is now a baked product because you go after the soif. Interestingly enough, and I'll remind me, I'll get to your shot in a moment, Cheerios, Besides the need and whether Lamaisat Surus Pas, I mentioned to you, I thought it did, many others think it does. When I showed it to uh, Ravubin Tisra, we happened to be talking, he was a neighbor of mine many uh, years ago, and I happened to mention Derek Hagav, it wasn't, I think it was a Kiddush, that it has Surus Pas, and you can't have 25 bowls of Cheerios, you'd have to wash on a bench. He said, That has Surus Pas? He says, You Americans have an imagination. I said, Yeah, little bagels. He said, You Americans have an imagination. That whole conversation was in Ivrit. But we probably do have an imagination. He didn't think it as first pot, but they're not as used to, he wasn't raised on Cheerios. It, it's a round, crunchy thing. Now, what's interesting, just for the, without the secrets of the industry, the Cheerios is first cooked in a mush, then baked, and then steamed. And the steaming helps it pop and get into the fluffy form it's in. And there's a DN, I remember in the OU, because they, in the Hesher, what is this? Is this a baked product? Lamaisa or a cook product, because the end it's steamed, which is introducing water into the mix, and many held it still a baked product. Nafkamina, is it possible to kiss if it has serious pas? Two of the issues, but it's got to be baked first. So it's mainly baked, but it's also steamed at the end. Can you have it as a made chuva? Is it pas akum? Pas akum includes cakes and cookies. That's a big nafkamina. Many get to try to not to have pas akum on Shabbos and Yantif. Not as Hummer is a Sesame Chuva, which isn't an awesome then if you're traveling, but we try to avoid a Shabbos Yantav also. That's why the Stella Dura cookie articles about it being milchiks and OUD and what are the Yidin going to do with a candidate with the chont who wants to have Stella Dura strimal cookies with chont, I'm not sure. With the chont, like the We shouldn't be having it on Shabbos because the Chatchila, it's Pasakam. Okay, they're talking about people out of town, don't have access, it's not a, a real listener. 
But it's interesting, the Cheerios before you don on whether it has or is pas, which is going to be in the eyes of the beholder somewhat, you have to don on whether the end product is baked. And you see from this machlag, Rabbi Yeshua the process makes a difference. Rabbi Yeshua says, you baked it. Yeah, Shalom Azamah says, no, you didn't. You made it crispier. It's still bad from a cooked product. Cheerios has the exact opposite. It was baked, and then it's being sprayed a little bit. It's steamed a little bit. Lasagna, which we started with and scared everybody out of their wits. Lasagna is serious shayla. Lasagna starts off, same thick dough, same factory. You're not extruding it into little worms, little spaghetti or ravioli. It's a slab, and it's thick. It's as thick or thicker than the wraps we were discussing, much thicker than crepes and blintzes. And this is something that Rabbi Tom would say is amitzi. So you say it passes like the rash, but the machaber says shemachmer only the tzedida. People having lasagna for dinner are not washing, by and large. So okay, so you say the minig became, and that is the minig. The said the minig is like the Ramah first said. Now Gulahokol, the Ramah later said. Yerushalayim should be machmer, and he assumes everybody's being machmer, but the minig is lahokal. That's fine. The problem is, in lasagna in particular, is it has to pass if it was just made like spaghetti and cooked, and that was the end of the story, then you'd be putting yourself in the machlag as the Rashna Benatam, which, as we just said, minig is lahokal, Yerushalayim should be machmer, okay? So if a person doesn't want machmer, you can't make him be machmer. Problem is, lasagna is baked. The end game is baking it. Put it in a pan, you put it in the oven. Now, it has somewhat liquidy things in there. You have sauce and you have all sorts of cottage cheese and all that. But it's a baked product, and the top layer certainly gets kind of dry and crispy. And there is a shot in the pay skin. Why isn't that hamitzi? Why is it different than lakshan kugel? Lakshan kugel, well, Rabbi Yosher just told us that lakshan kugel is the same process, and it's a problem, but it doesn't have source pass, so it can't be a See, he's saying, you're saying Rabbi should say it's mamish hamitzi. No, yeah, he doesn't say that. Right. That's a good question. He doesn't. It still looks like a snack food, I guess. So it's nicker in, in the thing. Lasagna is made for a meal. I guess Rabbi Yosher would say that. Luxion kugel is still made as just a snack to make kiddush on or to to uh, nash on. Lasagna is an entire. Maisa, you go home. You ask your wife what's for dinner. She says lasagna. Maybe not this season of sherem. Lasagna is a full meal. It has cheese and it has sauce and tomato, all sorts of. They have sloppy Joe lasagnas. They have also, it's a whole meal. So, Shaili is, why do we say that it's a meal? And, like, you'd have a sandwich with sloppy Joe's and a lafo or something like that. You have it now covered with lasagna. Lamaisa, the mini is the huckle. The question is why? So, some say because it's pretty moist. After you get all that stuff in there, it oozes out. And even though it's baking, it's pretty moist. And others say, you know what? Maybe tell your wife, make it moist. You can make it. You're cooking it, and then you're baking it again. You parboil it at home. You could buy the ones fancier that they boil it for you. But then you thought, and then you bake it. But the problem is, if you bake it at the end, then many places come are alarmed that you have more of an issue. So the minute is lahakol, the question is, is it a good idea to, if all things are equal, make it more moist so it's cooking in its juices that it's at the end a cooked product, not a baked product. Does that make sense? Why? You understand why we're picking a lasagna? Is that what you wanted to ask before? No, I want yeah. to go back to the uh, Rosh Hashanah. Yeah. I asked her yesterday. I, I, wouldn't it be a, a Sophie Brochus issue? The Rosh said you didn't make a bracha before. Bro- you didn't make a bracha the first time. The second time, the Rosh said would make a bracha. That's why he added at the end. Yeah. Even though it says Yerushmai Machba, but he provides that. He says, So again, yes. That's the Chiddush of it. Even though we're giving Rabbeinu Tam a lot of airtime as is befitting Rabbeinu Tam, and the Machabra and Lama says Yerushalayim Machmer, besides the first one, Lama says the meaning is Lachal. The meaning is Lachal, Lamaisa. 
and we don't pass like a Benatan, yes. So we don't consider that a, uh, a Safik bracha. He happens to be that he doesn't talk about a bracha over here. He says, Chayv Lahafresh. He doesn't say the word bracha. Right, so maybe that he doesn't. I can't he swear. I can't swear that. to it, maybe. Okay, you're saying he would have said, make it with a bracha. I, he spells out, Chayv Lahafresh, Achar Fia Chala Min Hadin. It sounds like bracha material to me, but maybe there are probably other sources that quote this, and maybe they weigh in on it. So we can look around, but Chayev Lahafresh Minadin sounds pretty stark. So, um, so I, I wouldn't be surprised if he said to make a bracha, but he happened not to mention that over here. Okay, that's the Gabi, the Cheerios, and lasagna, 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 and alamichia, but it's already a machlekes to Rosh If you can wash Matev Manaim, if not, it's not a bad idea to mention to your wife, all things being equal, whatever you're putting in the middle, there's also good food in there. Make it a little more liquid, and it should come out a little liquidier. And that would uh, help in terms of calling it, it's already been cooked, keeping the bishop process, not making it such an athea process. But if uh, she doesn't make it that way, you don't have to make a big tumult, even though the pace can do discuss it at length. Lasagna takes up a lot of room in the, in the chuvas. I would, if it were me, I would take off the top and donate it to the poor in India. And um, I, can't, I can't say I would donate it to my son because he's over bar mitzvah and he's going to ask me why he's giving it to me. He would figure out very quickly that the bracha is here, right? <laughs> Whatever, I'm being offish. No, fresh to shumas and is here. So. Uh, but uh, it doesn't go if you're asking, is it bottled? Because most of it is cooked. Each layer, lasagna dafka, each layer is very apart and different. So that's what's unique about the lasagna, Shiloh. Uh, speaking of tsuris pots, I just bought for show and tell since I was eating it a couple days ago for breakfast. As I said, one of the healthier cereals because it's really, there's nothing in it but the original grain. And they, the interesting thing is that this is mazanis in the first place because they never make shredded wheat into a flour. They take the actual kernel and slice it up. It's an amazing invention. It's the oldest cereal in the 1880s. And you need very sharp knives. They slice it up and then they have, they don't, this part they never tell anybody because it's a trade secret, but it takes 18 hours to make these things. That means they probably have some lady in the back sewing it together, crocheting or something. Uh, it's, nobody knows exactly how they do it, but it's a very elaborate process. I have a few of them if you want to pass it around, but you all know what it looks like. Um, Chiddush number one is this mazanis, even though it was never made into flour. The answer is not a problem because it's mushed, sort of, and it's a baked process, and it's mazanis, it's like the granola thing. Once it's meshed together, granola is more of a shayla. Some are adama, some are not. If it's meshed together and it's, it's fused into a new thing, then we assume it's mazanis. So that's not a huge Chiddush. Shayla is, does this have tourist pass? Nafkimina, how many of these? Remember, two bowls of this is already a couple of bayim. And if you're walking hungry, you have three, can you not pay attention to how much you're having? Which is a shyly have to ask by every cake and cookie, but it's easier to measure and it's easier to cake and cookie. It looks, it has serious pas. Spaghetti doesn't, so it's not even a shyly according to Benatam. Cheerios is a machlekes, and it's a machlekes whether it's a baked product. This thing is very unique. Shredded wheat for a, usually products 100 and 20, 30 years old don't survive. This is the original. Um, this is not a paid advertisement, although I really should charge them for it. Uh, this thing is pretty amazing to me that in the 1880s they figured out how to do this and that it would look so unique and it's still 
retains this uniqueness that the large ones you could crush yourself. In England, they call this something else, by the way, as I was researching it. The British always somehow change the name, steal it from the Americans and change the name. Are you familiar with this when you grew up? What's it called there? It's called something, what? Yeah, that's it. So they have they sell the big form, you gotta crush it's the same thing. They stole it from the Americans, that's all right, we stole the whole country from them, so we even. Um it looks like it's sewn in and crocheted in and weaved in. I'm not convinced it's that serious pass. And I sort of hope it doesn't. I try to not have too many bowls anyway, because it's just a breakfast to tide me over anyway till supper. And Lamaisa four bayam is not too many of these. You can have a couple of bowls and be a three, four bayam already, and how large your bowl is. Does this have serious pass? What do you think? You all know what shredded wheat looks like? Would you have associated this with a biscuit of bread? So I can hear, yesh darshan yeah, it's a biscuit. Looks to me, if I landed from Mars, like a bale of hay. <laughs> Do, does not look to me like a, it's pushed this at Suras Pass, but you could, uh, no, you see Suras Pass in here? If, if the Rav calls lasagna has Suras Pass. <laughs> well, lasagna, that's not my thing, it's not my kasha, I'm just repeating what the Chuba say. Lasagna is a thicker than a wrap. You're just not used to thinking, so you're looking at the whole lasagna. Lasagna is cut from a thick dough, but also ova, and it's a slab, it's baked. That's serious pasta. It's just like, like, like It's not a crepe. It's no, like it's thicker. Just um, wider. You know what? In August, everybody save up your lasagnas over the summer, maybe bring in. We'll see how thick they are. But they're, they're thicker than most wraps are using for tuna wraps. And the, people are saying that has serious pasta. So you say, you don't look at it, but it looks like a spaghetti. Problem is, like, it's baked again. And the end product is baked. So if it's not really baked and there's so much liquid in there that it's sort of getting cooked, then you're okay. But if the, people make them drier. That's the problem. So you can help yourself to one of these afterwards to take a second look, even though you probably have it in your shelf. But the jury, I believe, is still out on this. And uh, your average um, Wheaties and things like that, where you have uh, a very flat, the ones, most of them are corn-based. Cornflakes, no tourist pasta, there's nothing to discuss. It's corn. But if you're flattening something out and see, it's mezainis, it's alamichia, does that have tzuras pas? Some of those are very thin. It's a flaky-like thing. Many, most say that does not have tzuras pas. You could say it's like a, a haigal and shita, it's a cracker, it's crunchy. There's what to discuss. And the big nafkamina for all these is how many bowls can you have? Can you walk into breakfast hungry and leave full? That's really the shiloh over here. No, because the product is finished already. So once you're ready to, and, and I don't know how much milk you use or how little cereal you use, but when I eat these things, I have a nice amount of the top, like 40% of it, that's not that wet, and it's certainly not soggy. And if it gets too soggy, we don't need it. So it's country, right. So the milk, by half of it, falls off and goes to the bottom. So I'm just not sure this very complicated weave is really uh, tzuras pas. Two more inyanim. One is Avadjia saves a very fascinating truth on the donuts. So he talks about Rabbanatam and the Rash. Donuts then, again, had no additives. It was the dough just deep fried or boiled. Rabbanatam says it's a medzi. The Rash says it's not. And it was never baked. And we Paskin make it in like the Rash. The donuts today are full of sugar and a hundred other preservatives. So it's possible the kissing snack material and as knicker as such. The question is, if you have real donuts that are deep fried, it's no longer baked. The good news is, if it's not baked, you can have as much as you want without having to wash and bench because you're not kaveh suda. Because it can't be kaveh suda, it's not a baked product. 
That's assuming Tigun Kabishal. If it's deep fried, we assume Tigun Kabishal. The problem is, and Ravaja talks about this in the Tshuva, for Sephardim to get real Bishi as well is very difficult. And certainly the Ashkachs in America ignore the Shita because it's mostly for Ashkenazim and they have, if they're even tending to it, if there's no Tzad Lahokal, big Tzad Lahokal, which we'll get to the Allah Shachim issue, they have somebody turn on the boiler and the furnace and the pilot light or whatever it is. They're not doing Ashkacha 24-7 they turn it on each time. If you have a local donut place, it's only a flatbush with fired in by the clientele, they will do that. They even tried that with Nathan's and flipping the uh, burgers. I don't know why it went out of business. It was uh, too expensive. They needed Yidin to do it, but they tried it. Lamaisa, Avadja talks about the issue with Bishal Akam. What do you do when it's not, when it's not Bishal Yisrael? So interestingly enough, he assumes it's Allah Shochem Bishal Akam doesn't start as a problem unless it's fancy enough to be Allah Shochem And he holds, yeah, it's a delicious donut. And why wouldn't you serve this at a fancy matzav? So he says something fascinating, which even Svarish Apeskim, some of them disagree with. He says that it's deep fried, and which is like cooked, and it should be a dinner bishul, like the rash. How we pass the machaber paskins, the stam, the eshem, and that's the stam. So what do you do with bishul akam? He said bishul akam is a dinder abanan. You ready for this? It's a dinder abanan, and we can be make all by the one for rabbeinu tam. For your question before, how much don't we paskin like him? So <laughs> Avadja says we paskin like rabbeinu tam enough. That for Bishal Akam we can make all and it's a dinner pass because it's hamotzi according to Rabbanatam, which it's not really hamotzi if it's made with sugar and all that. But he's talking about the the etzem uh, donut and the fact that sugar uh, might make it possible to kiss him, but it's still pass, which means you're safe from the Bishal Akam. So that that much would be clear according to Rabbanatam, which has the almechir the or the benching if you're only having one. So he, and in Bavarians, he said, well, we really pass on like the Rosh, the Machabra pass on like the Rosh, and you can eat it as much as you want. He says, yeah, but Rabbanatam holds it's more bread-like, and therefore Bishlakam is not a problem. He says, how can I be Mekel? He says, that's the Dindra Abana, you can make on both directions. Not all Swedish can agree with that. We hold, if you have a donut shop without Bishy Yisrael, there's what to discuss that Bishy Yisrael. For Ashkenazim, if you want Pas Yisrael, you'll have somebody turn it on anyway, so it covers Bishal and Pas for Ashkenazim. Probably satisfied, that's why he has a chuva on it. The other angle of Huckle is that if you have nothing, it's not Allah Shochem Alochem. Now, Dunkin' Donuts and Krispy Kreme would take huge exception and be highly insulted by what I just said. Now, what do you mean it's not Allah Shochem Alochem? It's the fanciest donut since Shashas and Mabrashas. The Pesachim would say, they don't serve this at fancy chasnas and a fancy brisim and uh, just not so if it's even if it were pasta bekisnin, okay, that's uh, pas palta, which maker it is mutter if it's bishul deep fried, which it pashtas is that's not alashach malachim you gotta take a position on one of these things to not have bishul Yisrael, but it's interesting how Ravaji uses this rabbanotam uh, lukula in the other direction, but not everybody agrees with that and that would depend on your Shiloh B'yoshev on making the bracha. Uh, the last um, Indian, we're basically out of time. Uh, remind me, maybe an Elul, because we're going to have to chaza quickly before Rosh Hashanah, the list of what is possible of a in cereal for Hashanah, so you can remind me, we can have a brief chazara then. Um, super sugar, crisp, and shalva in Yisrael. Shalva is the name of a cereal, not the name of a person. The name of a person also. Uh, so Shalva, if you remember, was 
a big debate. Some say it's Adama because they just popped it and there's not enough processed, similar to a granola shayla, and it remains Adama. So before you figure out what's under the Pats Yisrael, a serious made true for Shabbos Yantav issue, gotta first figure out what's possible because what's beside and what's Alamichia. That's why cereal is such an exciting sugyam. Give everybody a tremendous, tremendous Yeshakayach, which is officially before the Chazara break and the big Bechina on Elul. Remind me to write one of those. I had a very Baruch Hashem. Each year you outdo yourself. We spent a half a year finishing up Lifnevir, which ended up taking us a year and three quarters. I started doing the beginnings of some Heshad list toward a Sefer on that. You're wondering, when you finish the Sefer you get, there's still a box downstairs if you want it from here. In about 350 pages, we covered just Chuk Sam. I had a Yetzer, Hara Yetzer type, whatever you want to call it, to include La Sobush, which was the very next Sogi afterwards, and then we had some pretty caustic ones. And the people asking for it said, there's an old rule, if you don't pull it away from Machaber, it never gets published. So, we're going to work Mitzvah on Los Silbush and the other ones as the uh, sequel and uh, hopefully maybe get to Lifna Ever after that. But this year we started uh, Tefillah in four, four, five months ago, five and a half months ago, beginning of January, something like that, with Miss Parm. And um, we had a foray into Mazenas, but we are still in the middle of our introduction of the basic Chayuvim, which Mitzvah Shem we will continue in Elul, which will be as Man Tefillah. So a big Shakaya to all the listeners out there. We'll hear this tomorrow and the people on the screen.